welcome to Time of the Month. I'm Ruby Wood. I'm Laura Mish. I'm Emma V. Uh, Carmody. <laughs> I'm Marie. <laughs> welcome. Like you always laugh <laughs> Whenever you're like, going to say your name, you always laugh right away. Oh, I know, it's because it's, well, it's my middle name, but everyone else's name is their actual name. Wait, and if there's someone <laughs> else joining us today, we've got a special guest. Yeah, so you team. might be able to hear my puppy in the background. Hello. It's Mo. Jess's puppy, has, this is actually his first outing outside of her house. Um, no jangles. <laughs> special guest. Special guest. The lucky special guest. <laughs> Sorry it's been such a while since our last uh, output, but uh, you know, we're busy girls. Yeah. 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 Life, just, life just gets in the way. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So. Yeah. so I think we should have a little catch up, just tell everyone we've been up to. Who first? We'll be first. Oh, what have I been up to? <laughs> Being a mum. Um, no, we're working on the fifth Submotional Orchestra album, which oh, is, uh, yeah, so that's, that's really interesting. We're starting at the top down, so where whereas like melody and vocals are usually after everything else has been added, but we're starting, we, we started taking pictures, basically everyone got given a disposable camera, and then we collected like the ten most atmospheric pictures, and then Tommy's written lyrics to them, wow. and then I'm improvising melodies over like just a drone with these lyrics, and then wow. we're just starting from there, so... Yeah, it's a new way of working. It could be terrible, or it could be great. So that's wow. where that's what I've been up to recently. And amazing. I had a session um, with uh, a guy called Aaron, who plays with Talbo and The Real Deal. And uh, yeah, it was great. I felt really good. And that was like my first session since becoming a mum. Wow. <laughs> and I've got a snippet and it sounds freaking spot on. I've been looking forward to the new music. That's such an interesting process with like visual stimulation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's definitely a, a new way for us anyway. Yeah. yeah. And to be honest, there's your artwork sorted. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. totally. Like like a collage. Did yeah. anyone see the um, Cinematic Orchestra Mafleur album? I've heard it so many times, but I've never actually seen it. No, yeah. I haven't seen it either. When you buy the album, it's got just like pictures inside. Nice. Like they look like little Polaroids. And it's really, oh, yeah, that's really nice. Beautiful. Anyway, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. No, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> what oh. have you been up to? Um, well, musically, I've been working um, on like a new project, which is like a departure from like the EP I did ooh, nearly a year ago now, which was all live instrumental. And then this new project is, is like much more electronic. Mm-hmm. And so it's like mixing... Um, like a live like analog saxophone and vocal sounds with oh. like a lot more like electronic sounds um and so yeah i've just been like producing that um mm-hmm. been been really like hibernating because it's january yeah good and, idea um, <laughs> my, my toughest month uh so yeah um yeah and just 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 working on that um yeah, yeah. Oh, I did Red Bull session. Yeah, and that's going to be out in at the end of March, which um, I'm really excited about, actually. Yeah. What have I been doing? Uh, primarily what I should be doing, but is then life gets in the way, is, is trying to finish this album that I'm working on. Uh, it's like the beginning of the year supporting John B at the Jazz Cafe which was mm, sick so just put out the well just I'm part of the selection compilation so I had two features on that album that's doing its oh, little thing which is nice because yeah. like, I feel like I'm back in the game almost even though I yeah. have, it's kind of just like I just do that I'm just give it, putting my vocals on other people's beats and then it having a life of its own sort of thing yeah. um, what else I've been doing a lot of sessions again like a lot of just going in with Sometimes people I don't know, which was two days ago, and not having any clue like who they are and what they do musically, just hey, M, you're meant to be just come and do this because this person's gonna be there. So just turning up and 
kind of just trying to do me and then also going back to where it started and working with people that like I knew as friends from a long time ago that kind of got lost in the the, yeah. the industry mm. stuff do you know what mm. I mean like we all went to, we all became so business that I don't know sessions become more uh, manufactured is that the word I'm looking for where yeah. I'm going back to the organic ones like hey we used to just chill and you're so <laughs> yeah, good at this yeah. let's just go back yeah. to making music so that's that's me basically great yeah cool um <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we well, me, me and Laura went on, on tour with, with Tom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sugar, that happened. <laughs> hey, that was like last year. That was last year, but it, um, it was yeah, crazy, very DIY. Um, <laughs> lots of favors pulled in. Yeah. Shout out to Kevin and Elliot <laughs> and Tom's Tom's sound people. Um, yeah, it was an amazing experience, and I guess you just kind of get. I've never toured before, but you get you get used to that kind of arriving at a venue. Um, I did have anxiety the first week or so, um, which meant I just didn't couldn't really eat, which was really horrible, because I was just constantly anxious. And I've never actually had anxiety like that before. Yeah. To be honest, I never used to understand people who had anxiety, yeah. which um, I always tried to, but then I was like, oh, it almost, you know, if I'm honest, I thought maybe it's a bit indulgent. Yeah. But then when I experienced it, I was like, oh God, this is actually, I was like feeding Jess at every opportunity I could yeah. and being like here's a falafel because you, you just basically eat a lot of like street food or, or yeah. rider food yeah. Yeah. and I was always trying to like make her eat the rider or we get like uh, tokens yeah. and it, I, I, I did feel I did feel like I've become a feeder in a weird yeah. twisted way <laughs> my was, aim was to was like mommy. like to stop, to stop. Um, but we also found uh, what really helped the colourful little chewy Tums Tums man shout out to that, Tums like really shout people out. need to know about tour survival packs yeah. and Tums, Tums are part of them yeah because you get such a funny tummy yeah, yeah like the, the kind of like constant adrenalines and exactly and, yeah. we had some good chats about funny tummies <laughs> yeah. in the backstage yeah, yeah. I need to know what tums are. Yeah, what's the Yeah. <laughs> 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 
got real vocal envy. It brought, it brought me back to like classical concerts where you see that kind of real technique on display. Oh, yeah. And like your vocal runs like throughout the hour or you know, however how were just absolutely like spot on. Yeah. And 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 then and then you had like a so three great. three backing singers as well and the like church acoustics as well. Yeah. And it was just it was so epic. Oh. It was. It was. It lovely. was really epic. Yeah. This is so good. Thank you so much. For <laughs> <laughs> I'm really overwhelmed. Yeah. It was so professional. So yeah. Thank you. No, it was a really. I think it was just such a good gig. I was really nervous talking about anxiety. I was like, oh, I don't want to yeah. do this. Don't want to do this. But then you know you really want to do it at the same time, and it was just a. It's just I don't know. Just one of those gigs where everything just went smooth. You know, yeah. like. Yeah. Okay. So it together. was. Yeah, it's just like a really good experience, and you know, it's nice when you work for something like you yeah. know work for like sure. arrangements and to get the vocals the way you want and then hear it like, coming together. It's just totally. like, yeah. it makes you want to do it more. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, that was the first gig that you've done for a while. Yeah, this is the first. I only did like the two gigs in Japan and then, you know, this is the first gig I've done in London for like two years or something. Wow. Oh no, I had the silver sessions just before that. But yeah. That was yeah. about it. So mm. I'm like entering a new era of yeah. gigging now again. Yeah. And that's going to be good. Good. And then of course I just released like the EP at the end of last year real yeah. quick just to put some music out and I feel the same way like as you yeah I'm kind of doing a new thing now yeah mm -hmm. just making songs and just going back to the basics of music like mm. just making making music maybe not even recording it yeah just like sitting you know yeah. fiddling about yeah. And yeah going into yeah. it a bit again so yeah that's cool. yeah <laughs> But actually, it was good you mentioned about uh, anxiety because oh, yeah. anxiety is uh, today's topic, yeah. you know, alongside with mental health and depression and all these sorts of things. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I, I actually read, I actually, I actually got, because when I, when, I, when I struggle with things or when I get really into the right, I start like looking for research on it. Mm -hmm. So I went to, <laughs> online, there's this amazing um, report uh, called like, can, can uh, music, uh, is, it's like can you can you uh, make music or be a musician make you depressed? And it's it's written. I know. Yeah. It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah. we're we'll just dive, we'll dive straight into there. But I think every musician should read this report. Okay. Mm. And it's um it was like it's it's done by University of Westminster. Yeah. Um, but it, I think it was like in uh, collaboration with um helpmusicians.co.uk, mm. and it basically looks at the way that the contradictions between the way that music a lot of people use music as like a form of like therapy or like a form mm. of um helping them through something that's de depressing and mm. so it's not the actual making the music or performing the music itself which makes people depressed it's the industry mm -hmm. yeah. and the like social economic like situation and yeah. making music your like bread and butter is yeah. what can really make people depressed especially right. but it was also really it's, it's interesting because it goes it goes through kind of like statistics and then it goes into individual case studies and there was this one case study with this young girl who's about 22, I think, and she's signed her major and she's um, really suffered from depression because she, the way that her passion, which was music, had been turned into like a business mm. um, and other young girls who were doing the, also like singers or, or doing music were pitched against her. So like she was see, taught to see them as competition, competition. even mm -hmm. though she might really like their music. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's something that's quite alien to me, just because I'm I'm not signed and I haven't kind of come up mm. through that that like commercial route. Mm. But um, but it's something that I find quite alienating and something that it's was, it was quite interesting because you when you're from the outside, you might look at someone who who is signed and in and getting that kind of financial and um, team support as being really mm. fortunate and mm. and like feel like wow, you know that that kind of is where you might be aiming, but actually, like when you're there, it's not even that um, that secure. But yeah, that's just one case yeah. case study. I think, yeah, it's just I think it's just really important to have resources to talk about things and 
um because sometimes it can just be really like is- isolating mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and you said Lauren Marula's been expressing yeah that yeah yeah that was another thing um I, I I think she's just she's just absolutely incredible and her like stage persona especially is is of, of such confidence and um but yeah she she suffers from anxiety and, and posts about it on social media mm-hmm. um quite a lot and I I just thought that was a really interesting um kind of like um way of going about it is just being really public yeah um because well, it's something because yeah otherwise people don't it's know the exactly people who are experiencing it probably feel alone and if they see that you know one of their idols is also you know i think people yeah, should be more open true. about no definitely things. i noticed she posted saying that she got dropped or something that got yeah. 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 From her thing. Was like, oh. but that seemed that was really good as well because i don't think people post about that either yeah, yeah. Like, 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 transport he wouldn't know which are like the friends and yeah no, a hundred percent. I think I think it's a new thing as well. Like it's a new like era. People being able to have like the the platforms to be able to really like communicate in an honest way about yeah. their mm. their journey. Yeah, mm. and they're not just relying on it to be filtered through journalists. Yeah, like, yeah. it can just come straight out. Um, which sure. which I think is gives us a kind of responsibility to like be be kind of open about things. Um, yeah. and I think even coming back to like you know Jess Jess and coming back to tour. Um, yeah. Like tour at times, as a DIY kind of musician, you know, when you you haven't got a massive team and like, you're you're doing it on very tight budgets, it can be really like mentally mm. unstabilizing. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, yeah, I I I think I think it, it, especially like the the just the um, environments that you're in, mm, like yeah. a lot of the time backstage. Oh, we can pause. Oh no, okay, right. So especially the environments uh, you can come, uh, you can be in. Like a lot of time backstage, um, because of the nature of backstage, is like a confined space. It's either yeah. underground, exactly. no light, and you're there for five, six hours, yeah, depending yeah. on whether you're support or you're doing. Yeah. If you're in the second set as well, mm. um, and I, I just kind of feel like it may seem like like deaverish or may seem like a big ass, but I feel like the whole infrastructure of the music industry could do a lot more to help people with anxiety. You know, just from from everything down to. Like the way that, um, like some of the backstages we were in had like drawings of penises all over the walls. <laughs> what the hell? Like, and was so disgusting and grotty. Yeah. And like, I so just been there. <laughs> 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 Do you know what I mean? It's oh so my God. God. Just, like, they're so, they're really like aggressively male environments. Yeah, like, true. I, yeah. I tweeted um, when, we were, when we were in Brighton, I was like, oh my God, I'm just surrounded by penises. And, and Naomi, I tweeted like a photo, and Naomi tweeted me back and was like, you're at, um, what was the venue? The Horn. Yeah, she was like, you're at the Horn. <laughs> I just recognise this. Yeah. <laughs> I just think like, people have this sheesh. idea of musicians as, as, as people who drink, either glamorous oh. or who drink, drink oh, yeah. a lot and kind of just uh, trash everything. And yeah. like, they don't realise that I think those times have really gone like a lot That's of us are, are real yeah. serious like working yeah, yeah, professionals yeah. You know, you can't, like, because you can't like get completely like messed before exactly. a show like yeah. so yeah, I, yeah. I feel like venues sometimes need to kind of step up with their with their level of um of of like kind of yeah yeah on um, <laughs> on tour it was funny because Elliot, Elliot Tom's tour manager was just like laughing at us he was like like in a nice way he was just like this is the most like kosher tour I've ever been on. Everyone's like, like, was everyone's like right, eleven o'clock. I've had a beer. Got to go to bed tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a gig tomorrow. And he's like, there's no like waking people. Up. I think like the most adventurous they got was like Toby slept in. <laughs> I think someone smashed a tour a tour glass. Oh, I oh, really? Wow. So, yeah. Something. 
No, but yeah. I think that's good. Like, like you said, you're serious, you're professional. Like, you know that if you're feeling crap the next day, you're not going to do a good show. And then what's yeah. the point in doing yeah. it? And then yeah. we're like, I'm a bit like that now. I've got mm. to the point where I don't want to do things on the hangover or I just no. enjoy my sleep. Because you, can, you, you only it. have yourself to blame. It's true. I've done that before. Yeah. Right? I've like, oh, I used to do musical theatre <laughs> and like just got so drunk. And then the next day, I've been in a show and just let myself down. And it's like, mm. it's just, yeah, yeah, you're like, well, why? Like, why, why would you ever do that? No, yeah. it's true. I, I did a gig in Paris, um, what was it, Cas- Casino Nouveau, I think it was called. Oh. That backstage was horrendous. Oh. Like, you think really? Paris, you're like, oh, mm. yeah. Like, the backstage was horrible. Like, the toilet stank. There was a tiny, like, crack in the mirror where, where there was no stickers or penises or whatever. Mm. And, like, that's where I was, like, trying to get ready. Oh, wow. <laughs> and mm. it just smelled of smoke and it was really horrible. And you just think, how are you meant to go and do a show when this is where you have to get ready and exactly. like, the hotel was miles away so you can't do that so it's just like yeah. it's yeah I found that really difficult yeah. awesome. I think like As something that really stressed yeah. me out is sound like I just, <clears throat> yeah. you know if you can't hear yourself or if you're used to it a certain way like I feel I'm bad at adjusting to those kind of things and I think like music is so much about trusting in other people mm. trusting yeah. in your band Trusting in transport, mm-hmm. you know, trusting your equipment, mm-hmm. you know, your software. Yeah. Everything is about giving away control and mm-hmm. like l- yeah. letting yourself into a situation. That's true. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really hard um, because you want everything to be perfect and you know. Yeah. Do you suffer from like anxiety when you're doing gigs? And... I think I I think I did a lot. Yeah. I thought I would do a lot for this gig, but yeah. I don't know what happened. But I didn't actually show yeah. the first time. Yeah. Shows what you cared about. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the yeah. only way to like combat not the, the only way but it's one way that i find helps combat any kind of anxiety towards music mm. is choose what you care about now you said sound mm. i had the most well i tend to if i'm gonna have a war at any time in my life it's gonna be with sound engineers <laughs> oh. and i don't want to go around making sound engineers hear me and there's probably going to be one listening that says, i have encountered mv i'm like and i don't even mean to be like it has to be perfect. It could be peaceful mm. between it, musicians and sound engineers, it shouldn't be. it? But we're meant to be best friends. Like the guy at the jazz cafe the other night. I'm sorry, but the way he was speaking to it, like, was, I think I know because this is who I'm thinking of. Yeah. That's exactly who I'm thinking of. Yeah. He probably knows who he is, and he probably knows he has that if reputation. Me, mate. Because <laughs> like I had to write, I actually had to write a letter about that guy. Wow. Like I know because yeah. it was that bad, and it got to the point where it was like we were actually arguing with each yeah. other and everyone stood there and it's, I'm it's on the microphone arguing with him. So you can imagine it's like everyone's like. And that ruined the whole entire day, well, ruined, to the point so where it ruined just, the show. Well, he's it, obviously it does just that. pissed off because he wants to be on the stage himself. But yeah. Yeah. He's also annoyed Basically. that that sound is so ridiculous in that venue. Exactly. Like, the worst it's sound the worst sound yeah. yeah. What, in the jazz club? Oh, God, yeah. really? One person can get it right. There is a sound engineer there that manages to get it right, but it seems like they only, they only bring him in sometimes, and I don't know why. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? For the I, special acts. I, I find the sound really good, though. Yeah, the yeah from the outside, I think, for the audience, I think it's amazing. On stage, I think on stage, stage it sucks. Um, and that's why I feel like when you don't have good monitors, mm, and, yeah. or like if your whole team doesn't have in-ears or something, yeah. I think it's like, oh, I just think you're so... You're relying so much on like feeling yeah. confident in That's what you it. hear. Yeah. Yeah. You know, on stage at least. That's so true. But maybe some people like are better at just you know letting go of that and just being. But I think yeah. for me, it, it feels I just can go on stage. I can be so much more confident yeah. if I feel like yes. You know, yeah. Totally yeah. If someone instills that confidence in you as well, the thing is, is what I found is that, and not to I, like I never try and blame anyone for how I'm feeling, but yeah. then there is always that like, you put a lot of your confidence in someone just telling you it's all right. So mm, if, yeah. if, if I'm saying I don't think it's okay, yeah. like, 
someone has to make me feel like it's it's all right and and there's some people that will kind of make you feel like it's obviously it's not it's not good but i'm not gonna do anything about it yeah, and a, yeah. do you know what i mean some yeah. sound engineers will know they've not quite gotten it and they'll they'll still be tweaking oh you don't mind just doing this for me some people just like, i'm not going to get it mm. and you can see when you work, you're working with someone it's just like i'm not going to get it the way you want it and i'm i'm tired so i'm yeah. going to yeah. stop here anyways not me enough to do, this do you know what i mean <laughs> like, you get that feeling but i, I remember seeing um Nai Palm do a solo yeah. show at yeah. Ronnie Scott's mm. and the entire way through the set like she'd be like adjusting telling the sound guy exactly <laughs> what she wanted like adjusting it she'd be like can I have like a little bit more taken out the high end no 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 can you, can you take a little more out of it? and <laughs> the entire the way through the set she did a monologue of, and it was just beautiful I loved it because I, I, I really related to where she was she just literally wanted the perfect like yeah. sculpting of her voice and she knew down to the T what she what she what, needed yeah. and it was okay. Nobody minded the fact yeah. that, that there was this constant dialogue. But she wasn't doing because, it to be a dick. She was just trying yeah. to get it to be the best sound for them. So yeah. yeah. But it was kind of a new thing for me because I I always think that like it's a, it's a bit like right once once you once know once the doors are open that's it like yeah. now before the show we're not touching anything and yeah. your sound checks over and and why shouldn't it be this kind of like on ongoing dialogue mm-hmm. like because anything cause, can happen like yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. people should be able to. To like to so stop and say change my mind. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I find there's a real blame culture with with sound as well. That's true. Like, I mean, not mentioning any names, but like, I I've had I've had situations where you know the, like the sound guy has told the manager of of the, the, you know the person I'm singing with that I'm not singing loud enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why I was yeah. like, I'm a lot of things as a vocalist. I mm-hmm. can do a lot of things wrong, but I know I'm not a quiet singer, so <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. tell me I am. And yeah. don't like, yeah, yeah. blame it on me. Yeah. Like, I was kissing that microphone, I was like, kiss the mic. I'm like, fucking kissing the mic, for fuck's sake. I, yes. I find that also just, I mean, I, I could be being paranoid here, but I find they're a bit more condescending to women. Yeah, 100%. Like, oh, yeah. They're like, is your volume off on your guitar? I'm like, of course it's fucking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, would you ever ask a guy that? No, you wouldn't. Exactly. I don't yeah. think you would. No. So, but I don't know. I just, well, it might not be true. That's a whole no, I had, I've had lots of people say there's nothing about singing loud. So now I just have this <clears> thing, I'm just saying, oh, I'm not a loud singer. I just that every time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, up, please. A little yeah, more turn up. it up. Oh, yeah. can you put a little more top end? Oh no, because I was feeling back. Oh, can you put a little more compression then? Yeah. Oh no, there's people, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so hard. I think it's yeah it's good to work with somebody that knows you isn't it as well and i think yeah. but i do ha- I, I i give dom uh, in submission his credit he does try particularly hard with me and i think he does mm. struggle sometimes because i am very quiet and mm. i'm not i'm not prepared to also like damage my voice just so yeah, that yeah. do you know what i mean yeah. so like that, that yeah. gig can or to make his job easier in a way as well yeah. like no, yeah. they like it all on it. Like yeah. it works when it works. You know what I mean? And yeah. but bless him, he has like really tried, and we've, we've tried a numerous amount of mics and and whatnot. But I, I think we've kind of got there. Yeah, it's <laughs> all. Yeah, I do with submersion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say because um, I can imagine there's so much going on on oh, stage. Yeah. <laughs> like, I couldn't do it. Like, like, it's like an orchestra in a way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I use really yeah. cheap inners. Um, I think they're about forty quid from Amazon. Um, yeah, but that's because yeah. I, I, I do that because when I do on my solo set I do quite a lot of looping and sometimes I have click in my ear mm. Mm. so that's why I, I had to do it but actually I I really I really enjoy it because essentially when I'm when I'm on stage my the sound sounds exactly like when I'm practicing at home and yeah. so it's like this this transfer however I do feel like within ears sometimes like your that connection with the crowd is a little bit yeah. disconnected because because a lot of the sound is, mic, is, so, yeah. Yeah. is blocked out yeah 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 so I, I think there's like a 
there's like about getting a balance. Also, you just look a bit like a robot. <laughs> 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 I think also, I've damaged. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, I feel like I've damaged my ears a little bit because I missed out. I missed that connection with the crowd, so I was always taking one ear out, and I really oh, yeah. yeah. messed me up doing like really. Yeah, one in one out is, yeah. is uh, it's really bad. Oh yeah, no, I was just gonna say like I feel like I, I've been harsh on, on sound guys, but I, I've met some amazing ones. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Was amazing yeah. and like yeah. And, sorry guys, yeah, you're not all, and, um, all females yeah, as well. No, you're not all. We did, yeah. Yeah. musician. I mean, there needs to be more female. We had we had one. We had, we had one, one in, in Brooklyn. We had one that I hate. Like she was amazing. She was amazing, but she but. did like all the things that like stereotypically you'd um, you know like if you were doing a caricature of a female sound musician. Yeah. Like, something wasn't she working. Was, but she was like, ah! <laughs> and, like running around, like running around hysterical. I was like, please don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> but then the sound was actually incredible. I, we, I to be fair, we did with, with your with your setup. We did we did have. Um, seem to have uh, continuous technical yeah, problems because yeah, it's quite we use a lot of like electronic sounds we use like an SPD and and um, like various different like controllers and things and I think just just having those kind of like setups on the road like when you literally are traveling from country to country is like a massive learning learning yeah, curve it was. Um, yeah that touring is a completely different thing to just doing one 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 gig because it's getting used yeah. night after night do you guys ever get any anxiety flying or, or like being away from home or when you're touring or anything or no I, I no. actually love being away yeah but yeah I don't love it so much no don't you I love being really? home yeah really yeah I love being <laughs> home she's like the Dane home the Danish home the Danish home yeah yeah oh yeah oh my god the internet loves that they do I just see it everywhere the thing is it's not even the real things I don't get it like it's just coziness, you know. And in Denmark, it's not yeah. like it's not like something that stands out. And I feel like in books and stuff now, it's like a thing thing. Mm. Mm. But in Denmark, it's just normal thing. Mm. Yeah. So it's yeah. really weird when people are like, oh, what is it? Yeah. But it's like this is hygge. It's normal, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think they have really um, mm. yeah, capitalized. Yeah. But on, on that word. Danish, I heard Danish people are the happiest in in the world. And, yeah. I think they're slowly changing. Denmark is becoming not so good. Mm. Mm. This, but it's you know it's like the whole world right now. I guess yeah, exactly. we can't really talk about anywhere. Yeah, not getting with shit, right? Yeah, uh, that's true. But I feel like I like being home though. I, I like being out, but I also I think home is better. I like doing. I don't know. I think if I was only home, of course, I would miss being out. Yeah. But I think for instance, if I have a gig and I have like two weeks until the gig starts or whatever. I will feel those week. I will feel horrible. Like, I will feel like oh, I don't really want to do it. And, yeah. oh, I feel really stressed about it yeah. and almost like don't want to do it type thing. Yeah. And then time will go by, and then on the day, something will happen, and that mode will kind of kick out, and I'll be like, I need to do this. Yeah. And yeah. it will completely change. So I have like a love hate relationship with gigging. Yeah. As much as I have a love love relationship with making music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when it terms that like, comes to like expressing yourself and being on stage and all the pressure of wanting oh, to do everything yeah. right. I feel like that that can really you know mess up my head some days. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I feel like I I've not really done many of my own gigs, and I'm hoping to. I'd like to do more in the future. Mm. Um, I feel a little little bit like I've been spoiled with submotion, where I'm part of a team. I don't really nothing's really on me if anything goes mm. wrong. Mm. It's all you know we're all the team. We've got managers booking it. You know, so I, I feel a little bit like 
there's no pressure. Mm. I just have to go on stage and sing, and I don't like. I never get nervous. I I love it in almost. I mean, I'm like dying yeah, you to never get, get on. Nervous. No, I like. I, oh, okay. Look, give me some of that. No, <laughs> I, 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 I'm just a big show really. I just I love being on stage. Absolutely love it. Like you yeah. look like you, you love it. Like, <laughs> in, in the most in the most beautiful way, you look like oh. so comfortable. You yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. It's because yeah. I, I love. I absolutely love it. And when it's over, I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna do it again. You know, like yeah. so. Yeah. But I'm. Um, I can imagine. When I'm when it's all on me, I have to you know speak to the promoters. I have to make sure there's people coming through the door. I have to make mm. sure the musicians are all there. How they're getting paid. It's all you know, like mm. you guys are doing. Yeah. Like that's when I think it's gonna start getting me because um, yeah, I think I'm gonna I might struggle with that because mm. it's all on me and there's I, I have to take full responsibility and I mm. think I've I've got away with not doing that for a long time. Yeah. Think, so yeah. <laughs> I think you being it being all on you will give you more reasons to enjoy it even more mm. so it's like i think mm. you feel like you love it now when you're like actually this is for this is for me and this is for the song that i wrote yeah. myself and yeah. yep i went through hell to get it together but it worked and we've done it and then because i feel like i've i put more effort into the ones that obviously that are my shows yeah. than the ones i am if i'm uh if i'm not headlining say if i'm supporting or something like that yeah. if, if it's if i know it's my show then i go through all that stress mm. but i also think about it a lot longer. Like if I'm doing yeah. something that isn't mine, like you say, you have two weeks before where it's just like, oh, everything's horrible, I dread it until the day. Yeah. Like I think I have that too. If it's one of my shows, I'll be thinking about, I'll have a change in my complete like, mood yeah. and everything yeah. for like two or three weeks. Whereas if I know I'm going to be singing at something for someone or just doing like a vocal, just something yeah, like yeah. that, I'll only think about it like yeah. that day, maybe the night before. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, even down to the lyrics, I might just be, you know, I know, I know yeah, the song. Yeah. <laughs> I know what I'm doing, no, no stress. Yeah, yeah. And then I can... I enjoy it, but then I feel like when I'm doing my thing and I've gone through all that stress, if it's if it goes well, obviously that's different. Sometimes it doesn't go well and it's just like, <laughs> then two weeks of feeling like shit afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But like, if it goes well after that two weeks of having all that stress, then it's just like, I feel more accomplished. Yeah, of course. Yes. That's how yeah. I feel yeah. as well. And it makes you want to do it again. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. you feel yeah. something Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, so. Yeah. Do you guys have... um? Rituals to make you less anxious. I have so many rituals. What, what are they? Yeah. Like, less anxious. Rescue remedy. Rescue it. I have to so like it's just like it's, it's, not, it's alcohol, isn't it? Is it alcohol? Yeah, you can get like, it from like holy Glorified yeah. middle class. Glorified alcohol. Glorified Yeah, it's meant to calm you down and like you know when you start doing something, yeah, you can't really. Yeah, yeah. You, you kept pulling out the tree pose. Or was it tree pose or some mountain pose? Or something. Your, your, your. It was like this. Mountain pose. Oh yeah. What's <laughs> that? Power stance. Power stance. Sorry. Yeah. It does actually work. The power, power stance. <clears throat> power uh, stance. There's a whole TED talk on it. Okay. Like okay. you just like uh, stand like Superwoman. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, so like yeah, hands on your hips and like legs slightly apart. And you have to do it for like over a minute, but it does, it, it increases your uh, testosterone. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. So like you do feel more confident. So I do that before I go on stage. That's interesting. And then I also bought a crystal. I put it in my sock. So whenever yeah. you're on stage, you see me, it's like a, um, I think it says rose quartz, but it's meant to like, oh, oh, I had to do loads of weird stuff, like <laughs> wash it and whisper to it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Can you see my little oh, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shining with you? I, I got it as well. It, yeah. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, and that's it. But my singing teacher actually also told me that she knows those <clears> people <throat> who put salt um, okay. on, like, by their mic during sound check. 
and it like it just makes them feel you know it just kind of marks their territory like this that'll is make their sound territory. maybe even more yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> but I think everyone, yeah. I just you just start developing all the, well yeah. maybe no one do you not have any weird I have no 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 oh, look, I'll come back to you first I have one thing like that works well is like thinking about a green guess so when you go on stage, you mm-hmm. think like that you have a gas and it's coming out of you, either like from your chest or mm. from like your like below the stomach, oh. kind of thing. And it like you have to when you then go on stage, like you look at yourself and you widen your arms, and so that the green gas can have like space to come out of you. Yeah. And then mm. if it flies out to people, and then it enhance like it, en- it like enchanting everyone yeah. one by one. Oh, that's nice. And, really and nice. then you all you when you look out in the crowd, all you see is this like green gas, like you know shining up in yeah. people so then you like take over yeah. them for the moment of the concert that's a good so one. i'm like that's imagining nice. that yeah, yeah that's yeah. a really nice idea mm? i like to um just go and be in the space like so mm. when people are setting up or whatever i'll just like walk around the stage and just like you make Feel it your home don't you yeah you're yeah. just like okay this is where i'm gonna be tonight just look out on the audience do you know what i mean just like mm. just make it your home mm. and embrace so it, it yeah so it's not a, just a random space it's your space for that moment that's true. Also being realistic sometimes I'm like, you're not a doctor. You're not about to mm-hmm. save someone. Yeah. You just you know it's gonna die. You know, you just yeah. like go on a stage, you're singing <laughs> some songs, you'll die in like, you know, eighty yeah. years. Uh life is cool. Like sometimes I have to be completely like that yeah. Yeah. kind of negative and a little bit more like bossy with myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that can help as well if And what made me less anxious actually is like royally messing up loads. Like, I messed up, I messed yeah, up yeah, so yeah, much yeah. And it'd be okay. Like, yeah, and yeah. I just have to be like, um, right, I'm just going to start that one again. I like that a, stuff. Have a loop yeah. the guitar properly or something. Yeah. And like, yeah, I guess that's much better than being like, It's oh, more God, human. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. how you coped yeah. in that moment. Like, yeah. I think I've had it before where uh, actually at the John B gig the second night, the my drummer, Charlene, her the actual skin on the kick drum tour oh. it literally it, we did the first song and and it was like whoa we have 45 minutes worth of a set to do and the first song the drum broke so we freestyled for like 10 to 15 minutes of me first i was beatboxing and my uh, keyboard player it was actually kind of crazy yeah. obviously in my mind everyone said it was amazing in my mind this is the worst thing that could ever happen like i was mm. like i'm giving up i've finished i'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this is like jerry this is my dream show to be doing oh. and this is when we have a technical difficulty but like to the audience so like they didn't know what was happening because obviously i wasn't on them or i said okay we have a technical difficulty but i was like everything's broken we can't yeah. do anything mm. which like we're just gonna fill some time by freestyling for a second when they started playing something i we hadn't prepared for that and it's like obviously in the moment it's it, i i can't say i felt like it was good until three days afterwards when i watched when i allowed myself yeah, yeah. to watch it because yeah. mm-hmm. i was everybody went into like a i don't know into a dark space after the come out, everyone was so disappointed Aww. but Aww. everyone was telling us the freestyle you did and then when we finally did get back into performing they were like that was incredible the best bit about the set mm. was the freestyle wow. i was just like in, in the beginning, you can't. I don't say yeah. that because I'm just like I've practiced. Like, we've nah, been practicing we'll, for yeah. three months or something. No, not not that long. But we've been practicing yeah. so much and we didn't get to do it. But the freestyle, because we're like, that's almost us when we're not so put together. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. us when we're just being ourselves and like when we go to, when we're messing around in rehearsals and stuff and when we like being around each other when it's not mm. just okay that was wrong and whatever mm. and this is how the set's gonna go. Yeah. People got to see that. Yeah. So I think there is this like 
I can't remember what my point was, but there's just a, something beautiful in making a mistake. Yeah. But you sometimes will feel crap whilst it's happening, and then yeah, after no, you watch it back, and you're like, it's actually nice. Like when you say you start again. Mm. I love when I go to shows and then it's just like, yeah, they had to stop, and then you see that person. You don't just see the person you always see on the album cover or mm, like yeah. or Instagram posts. You see mm. them like, oh, sorry guys. Do you know what I mean? I'm just gonna yeah. actually put it in the right key, place, start in the right place. Yeah, you know, yeah. And stuff. You're like, whoa. Pop is not like polished and yeah. you know I mean? yeah. it's real yeah. life, isn't it? It's just yeah. humans. <laughs> I think there's something to be said as well for like trying to confront uh, people's responses directly. Like, so like really look into people's eyes as you're performing yeah. because it's one of the hardest things to do. But as well, I think a lot of my like anxiety about performing um, is, is how people will respond. Mm. But once you, once you really like look into people's eyes and that, the shows I like the best that we did on tour were the ones where you could see everybody. Mm. So mm. it was like, it was, wasn't that dark. Um, because actually like even people are just talking to their friends and not really listening. At least you're like, you're you're coming to terms with that com- like and that that occupies this big part of my mind yeah. so I can't worry so much because I'm just like singing and being in the moment but also like watching this process happen in live time mm. that's that's like a really thing in being in the moment and I guess it's just like coming back to being in the moment because a lot of anxiety um both in in life and on stage is to do with like projecting what if yeah. this happens yeah mm. or like or or overanalyzing things or and when you come back to the moment um, and like the present moment that you're in, most of the time that will disappear. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it won't, but most of the time that will disappear. Yeah, when you can get in that zone, it's such a nice feeling. Yeah. yeah. Like for me, I feel like that's been one of the most difficult things to do with music, mm-hmm. you know, of all things. That's been mm-hmm. like on stage, allowing myself to be in that zone. Yeah. And I think, you know, throughout all this time, it's only really now that I've learned to do that. And it must, it sounds weird, isn't it? Because oh, you've been doing it like many times. But I think, you know, it's a process and yeah. it, everything takes time and you don't really know what happens in you true. when yeah. it's changing, but you just know that it is. There's so many factors out there as well to live performance, yeah. like you said. Yeah. And yeah. even little things like, how do you feel that, uh, you know, on the day about yeah. your voice? Yeah. And, you know, do you have hiccups or something weird? Like, mm. you know, you know is, it, is it just that day you get a cold? Or yeah. There's so many things where you can blame yourself. It's like, it really sad when you have a game, all yeah. of it. What's going on in your life? Yeah, what's going on in your personal life? Did you have an argument with someone on the day? We mm-hmm. just had this good thing where we said that we are not allowed to analyse the show until like we've let the adrenaline rush down. Because mm-hmm. you always come off, you come off stage, and then literally everyone just either says, that was great, or they say, we fucked up, or they just immediately <laughs> start talking. Mm-hmm. And we just thought we'd do this thing where you collect all your emotions like before you actually talk about it. Because otherwise it was just, it was just like these kind of really rash kind of comments or, or like like um reflections that weren't necessarily like how it actually went mm. they were just like the things that had niggled at you so i think yeah also like putting in those um like rituals once you come off stage is quite important like aftercare mm-hmm. um just so that you don't um yeah like because you can get be, be really hard on yourself I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. definitely yeah. and even have a little moment with the band like i thought after my gig because i came out and there were so many people and you want to say hi to everyone yeah. and blah blah yeah. So then I didn't even get to like look at the, the, band. the guys and yeah. be like, hey, you really did well. Yeah. So I had to like post it in our WhatsApp group. Mm. And that kind of like bothered me a bit. Yeah. Mm. I wanted to just look at them and give them yeah. a hug or something. Yeah. Say like, thank you. Yeah, um, definitely. So I think that's that's a good thing, actually. A good point. Having some kind of little spiritual moment yeah. before you go on stage with everyone. Like, you could do this type of thing. That's a nice thing with Submotion. We always do, after a gig, there's always that collective like, hey, well done. We hug each mm. other and stuff. And like, yeah. if, some, if one person's a bit like... Oh, you know, yeah, it was a really hard gig for me. It was a sound or whatever. But I think everyone's still, like, if other people are enjoyed it, you know, it's yeah. um, like, oh, well done, you know, yeah. which is quite nice. I do, yeah. Um, 
creature. On a separate note, I well, kind of still to do with gigs. I surprised myself how like fussy I can be about riders. You know, you used to think like <laughs> people were like absolute wankers, but like the thing that really like gets me that I have to ask for, which is like so, sounds so mad at me, is like room temperature water. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. it is so key. Yeah. It's like it so so like, key. Yeah. It's really it messed me up. I did a gig in May and like it traumatized me. Because I, I, I drank, I warmed up, but then I drank freezing cold water. Mm. And then when I tried to sing Skin, I just couldn't, my voice just like mm. failed on me because mm. it had obviously just got cold. And yeah. then um, Sim, this guy who was helped like MDing the, the show, like he was like, well, of course, like your voice is, you, you made your voice cold. And I, I'd never made that connection that, yeah. that mm. cold water can actually physically, but obviously that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. And now I have to ask for room, room temperature. Yeah. Room temperature Fair water enough. and banana. I love banana. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently ba- banana is meant to be good for your like memory and like okay. brain. So I was yeah. trying to eat a banana before I yeah. go. That's go cool. On. Yeah. But yeah, I used to think people were like, don't wank this. Um, you, you told me I had a I had a wanker. Basically, oh I, I don't drink I don't drink alcohol. Um, I'm like teetotal mm. and have been for like almost pushing on three years now. Mm. I stopped stopped in my second year of uni, and um, people always don't believe me when I say that I didn't drink once on tour because mm. they're just like, well, like <laughs> what were you doing? And and um, on my rider, I put I want um, I want like. Uh, ginger and honey because I, I I find it really comforting that drink like yeah, of lemon yeah, ginger yeah. and honey and mm. I know that like it's also really good for for your throat as well yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but but yeah you're like a diva diva sheep yeah, actually diva. we got it we got it in most places you go mm. and they're happy they to expect put... you to, to ask for that I'm yeah. such a diva I put on the oh, really? uh, yeah it has to be um New Zealand um Serbian Blanc from Marlborough whoa so, oh, I, yeah look okay. yeah, I've got to a point where like no cheap wine sorry <laughs> like if I'm gonna I only drink yeah. like white wine all the guys get actually we're all a bit diva to be honest mm, like the guys yeah. get like real ales um like nice room and I'm like well if they're gonna order these things so I'm gonna order one yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. and like yeah. to be fair we got it also we, we put on like some jerk things like um a back scratcher and a tickle thing <laughs> as well and we played la- <laughs> we played latitude last year and they actually got it for oh us oh <laughs> we've never had it like people was just like oh it's a joke but they actually got it <laughs> oh, so but like I think you know it's there obviously don't take the piss and like I need a room full of white pigeons or animals, <laughs> you know what I mean like but I think True. you know it's there for you to yeah. feel good yeah, yeah. and if you're good. if you're you know headlining a gig then you know it's nothing is it yeah. Yeah. and it is really yeah. important but I just you know like that it is right like even though even though yeah. it seems so silly it just it just does affect yeah, yeah. i think also also of, of having done lots of gigs where like you know like riders are out of question because mm-hmm. a lot of the time it's just kind of cash in hand like mm-hmm. smaller yeah, yeah. gigs when you get to the stage where you 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 are offered it you might as well like revel in it yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, thomas <laughs> thomas from Anika honey doesn't he i think i think his, his manager put that on there um but he never gets that. It's only one time. <laughs> he, the one time, the one time, he, the one he, the time he got it was in um, when it's but genuinely when there's like been a festival budget for the, like yeah the bigger yeah. Yeah. the big ones and they did. Because I just time. remember over the summer we were like oh that's only a plus six or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like judging. You have money like super expensive. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah like the, obviously the higher you get. Yeah, I, I think I, I I think it's a fad. I know. I think I think a little bit. I went to a hill shop and spent like. 40 pound on a manuka hoodie and then I walked down the and I was like what am I doing and I went back and <laughs> took it back because <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> I was like what am I doing 
had 30 pounds spent on honey. He was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it is. You know, pineapple should be really good for the throat. Pineapple? Yeah. I thought it would be oh. the opposite. I thought it would be the out. It has some kind of anti-inflammatory little things okay. going on. So when it reaches the throat, it should make the throat like nice. And mm. I don't really have anything like that, actually, I was thinking, before going on stage. I think I just drink water. Um, and then I think it's more like a psychological thing. I feel like yeah. my throat is not good because mm. I always feel it, no matter the weather, yeah, day, yeah. Like anything. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's anxiety. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's anxiety. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I feel stressed. One thing my singing teacher actually taught me, which I th- it's been like an amazing tip for me, is like literally during the day, drink a whole liter of water. Mm-hmm. She was like, you can't hydrate your voice like a half an hour before you exactly. go on. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So that you have to like it's in your system. So just mm. make sure you drink so. Just weeing so much. <laughs> it's so exhausting going to the toilet all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was such a good tip. And like yeah. you know, even if anxiety is letting you down with your throat, that you you're hydrated, so yeah. that's not against you. Yeah. Mm. So it's good. But do you feel like um, talking about anxiety and depression? Do you feel like this is all music related, or do you feel like the source is you know from elsewhere, and then it just manifests itself also in music? I think uh, it's you. You can't say. I think it's you can't say for any case. There's just so much variation, you mm, know, in like mm. in in people what we're predisposed to. Mm. But I think you can say that the the industry is is is. I I don't think has enough support like and, and and doesn't have enough of like an infrastructure. And I think there is great work being done. Um, and I think charities like help. Uh, musicians.co.uk and others are doing really like great both mm. research to get the fund kind of funding they need to set up the services mm-hmm. um, but I think I think there could be more done and I think within community within communities like um, and within like you know like like us with, with, with within like friendship groups mm. that that all do music we can do a lot more to be supportive because this mm. it's not very often that like you, you spend a lot of time catching up and talking about what you, you're doing but it's, it's quite rare that you actually go into you know the the mental the, the mental health or the, the things you're struggling yeah. with. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's 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 not a sign of weakness. Like mm. it's no, a sign of like not. really um, like address addressing things. Because mm-hmm. get some good songs out there. Oh, she's always looking for a bit of trauma. Can't well, it's bad your heart. <laughs> it's good for your art. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think as artists, you're always predisposed to be a bit messed up personally yeah and I just think like and that's kind of what makes you you're not it's like I remember I was talking to this guy <laughs> really nice guy and he was just he was talking about one of his artists um and he was like yeah she's she's really sane and she doesn't you know she, she's um yeah she did she's she really sane yeah like, she's really sane. and then I was like how does she write songs yeah. <laughs> you know kind of jokingly it's and true. he was just like she's a really good songwriter like I was like yeah yeah no fair play <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I mean no. Yeah, well, I think you're right. Like, I feel like I feel so inspired when everything is just good and great. Yeah, and, uh, mm-hmm. la, la, la. yeah. I can much better do the whole struggle thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think there's something about it. It's, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know. I think maybe it's a, quite a modern phenomenon as well, especially like anxiety. Because mm. it's just like the information age, isn't it? We're just like yeah. bombarded with like stuff. We're staring at tablets and phones constantly. I, I definitely get like overwhelmed sometimes by everything. Yeah. Like, they just call it a scroll hole. I love that. Yeah. Scroll, scroll, scroll hole. Scroll hole. Wow. Mm. You know, like you just go into a scroll Is that hole. Thing? That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to pull myself and out of it. It's yeah. You just getting bombarded with like Trump, Brexit, the yeah. refugee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like exactly. it's just like ah, oh, what's going on? And then you're like, oh, I don't know. Sometimes I feel numb and I can't do anything. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, it's scroll hole. You just yeah. like scrolling and 
I, I don't know whether it's become more maybe it's just been more talked about or mm. maybe yeah. it was happening back in the day when they just had newspapers I don't know but I definitely feel that that's affecting me yeah. do you get Personally. any physical um, like symptoms or what characterises when you when you feel this way I guess it's just numb like it numbs mm. me from doing stuff yeah. sometimes because there's just so much information and so much mm. uh, just yeah I just get overwhelmed a bit by it all and mm. then just kind of want to shut off and then yeah. that's a bit that's a bit limiting to them doing anything, isn't it? Or, yeah. or feeling yeah. inspired. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, f- I think that social media and like, and the scroll hole, like you say, <laughs> 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 I think what it's done is it was, it, we had the, the boom of the information age and the technology age because like, it was nice to go into a different world mm. and, and see what someone's doing on the other side of the world and be able to contribute. Mm. And then mm. also get that feeling of like, you have, um, I don't know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Someone makes you feel good from a like or something like yeah, that. You get yeah, that yeah. kind of like, I don't know, the, the, what's that? Kick or something. Yeah, yeah. to set it to something. But it's then an what? Endorphin, endorphin, yeah. yeah, so you get that release. It's the same as like when rats get, um, <laughs> when, when they're yeah. getting like cocaine or like when they do, the, when <laughs> when they do, when they do those tests, you know? It's, it's the same thing. It's like, so I post something, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The problem yeah. with that yeah. is yeah. we created something that we thought was giving us giving us pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, so you see, you go to it because I don't know. We all open our phones thinking it's going to give us pleasure. Yeah. It's just like which is crazy. I I realize I'm paying for my phone. I said I wouldn't do this again, but then I'm just I'm paying for my phone, so I'm just like then therefore I must need it. So therefore, yeah. whenever it pings, whenever I, it's silent for a bit, I yeah. like what's happening? Where's the world? Yeah, what's yeah. The, like where is everyone? Yeah. Mm. But that is the greatest source of like. Most of our anxiety is from like yeah. it is from like you said how people perceive you and like how if you're gonna do well if you're gonna be showing if you're gonna show people how your life is gonna go because mm. once you decide to jump on it if you make it an Instagram account people need to follow they have to see that there's something worth following mm. so you're almost like I'm now putting my life out there and it has to always score marks with everybody mm. so it always has to if someone this person always used to like my pictures. Why did they stop liking my <laughs> yeah. pictures? Did I do something they wrong? Me or not? Do you know what I mean? They've unfollowed me. What? Mm, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I hate they and then all me. Of... Yeah, sometimes I post things and then yeah. I see that about the followers go down. Me, and see? I'm like, what did I do wrong? But <laughs> what we don't do is yeah. like even acknowledge the people that gave us the like. So it's just yeah. like, oh, they're going to like it. They're going to. So that's what I mean. We're at that point now. Which but is I think crazy. it's fun because that whole thing about unfollowing and liking yeah. and all that. I know people say, oh, it's just social media and all that. But really, though, it's not because it's a click. It's a conscious click. Yeah. You know, it you is, say, yeah. oh, you just like and scroll. No, man. Don't want if to I'm clicking that thing, it's because I like it. Or maybe it's not, but I still do it. It's still yeah. the effort. I can go on your page yeah. and I can like it or I cannot like it. Yeah. I can choose to follow you or I cannot. It's not just like this external thing. It's like it's, it's an extension, extension of, of you. Yeah. So that's why I feel like when people completely say, oh, man, why are you hyping over like social media? Why are you yeah. getting so into it? Like, because it's you behind the screen doing it. It's and that's true. why I feel that's like true. it can't be so um, diminished. Like, it can't be... It we gave it so much power. Because so much attention. And people yeah. do the worst things on there, man. It's true. Indirect, yeah. you know, this, each it's other. They put this sly little Knowing, comments. exactly. Yeah. Knowing yeah. that it has that that yeah. effect knowing that it does have that power no matter yeah. how much we try and say and then the same time doesn't. they say oh no it's just so why are you stressing it's just social media because, exactly. because you use it as yeah. a big tool as you know for your life it's yeah. true so i think it's i true. think it's very contradictive like and i know people they yeah. care people will scroll on that thing that every two i even do it yeah. every like two minutes to see if you've got an extra life oh, exactly totally. you can't say that and then the it same gets, time yeah. say it doesn't matter that's yeah. like super yeah. contradictive exactly. and it matters it doesn't you know it does definitely matter i think i think no i think it does definitely matter but but i do i do think there is there is like 
ways to to learn to be more like ha- have a have a healthier relationship with it mm-hmm. that we can we can do um and i, I i've done I've, i'm currently going through the place where i did i've deleted everything off my phone so i don't have whatsapp i don't have <laughs> messenger um, and that's that's really i think frustrating um like in terms of like getting in contact with me yeah but um but I think Becoming I think it, uh, <laughs> Jess, has, Jess has been translating messages. Um, but however, which I'm very grateful. Um, however, I, I find it just frees up some time. However, I don't think that's necessarily the healthiest way to deal with it is by deleting everything or or becoming an exile. I think it's it's how you mentally navigate your way through yeah. your um, yeah. like digital aspects of your day. Mm, so, for yeah. example, like just being able to like discipline yourself and say yeah, okay yeah. I'm, I've already scrolled through Am- um, Amsterdam Instagram <laughs> once today yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna go on again yeah. and just like yeah, training yourself and whether yeah. you get like you know like apps which which latch onto apps already to try and like yeah. lock them down after an hour yeah. Yeah. those are great told, my brother um, used those for actually... ages he used to use that one on Facebook and it logged him out like after oh, after an hour I didn't, so they... know that, I didn't know that existed because I remember seeing that Jordan Rakai tweeted like is there an app that will only let you have a certain amount of Mm. minutes on your phone because that's all you really need like think about when you're traveling and you've got like wife you're only using wi-fi for like an hour a day exactly you're fine yeah and it also makes you appreciate the time that you spend in real life but i think i think the, the this idea of like um uh like likes and interaction digital interaction goes beyond social media because it's it's about like stats overall mm. because it happens as well with with kind of plays and mm-hmm. and um mm. with on, on like spotify and soundcloud and and i was saying to my manager the other day like is there a way that an artist can actually have a healthy relationship with this with their statistics being far <laughs> away from it like yeah. is it <laughs> the artist <laughs> at least someone yeah. needs yeah. to watch it yeah no it's true yeah. like you're gonna get to a point where i think if even your friend should yeah your Have friend you, your friend you can no yeah, I have, can, I'm, can I'm there now I'm just like someone else can care about it I have yeah. a friend that will tell me where we're at mm. when yeah. it comes to those things we'll say em, like your YouTube is this or whatever this is going to sleep and I'm like okay it's good that I know that because I, w- I told myself I'm not ever going to care about those things mm. yeah, because when I didn't care good. it wasn't any good for me yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. so I'm never going to care about that it's, it takes someone that's... two seconds just to go on my SoundCloud and say yeah that got this many listens or whatever or this, this place cares about it the most mm. my friend did it like literally yesterday she was like uh, the song is getting more plays. I think London came fifth on the list after like LA and blah blah, blah all these mm-hmm. sort of places. Oh, and I'm just like, all right, that's good. And I'm just like, if you put it to me like that, it's like I, yeah, I didn't yeah. go and look at them because if I look myself, I'm gonna say, why is no one in London listening? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna do that. Whereas someone else tells you, yeah, like, yeah. whoa, like LA's listening. Why is LA listening to your tune yeah, more yeah. so than yeah. anywhere else? So do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's just like yeah. Yeah. there is like when you look at it yourself and when you have to it's analyze really it, you're always gonna look for the problems. Where yeah. someone else is going to tell you, you are doing so great today. Go ahead, buddy. Give you a smack on the bottom. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys had access to your Spotify fan artist page? I have. Yes, I have. The stats are fucking insane. Is it? Yeah, I like, have it's well. horrible. I mean, like, amazing, I, but yeah. horrible. Like, I was like, someone needs to take this away. Artists should not, <laughs> artists should not be allowed to. <laughs> I mean, it's not quite incredible. Like, I yeah. don't know how they've done this. Like, um, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but as an artist, as a neurotic artist, I need yeah. to stay away, away from, from it. Like, um, no, it's, I've, I've it shows checked. you how many, how many people are listening to you at that moment. Yeah. Wow. So it like, goes up and down. Yeah, and, uh, and then it shows you like how many <laughs> streakers, how many streakers they call them streakers. Yeah, um, in a week, so like 
um, how many people have listened to you more than any other artist. Yeah. Mm. The other really mad thing is that you can type in another artist's name and compare your stats with oh. theirs. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. along, uh, only on the graph, like, yeah. um, so I, like, put, you know, just for jokes, put in, like, Izzy Bazoo. And it's like, yeah. Woo! <laughs> 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 so, for those who can't see me, I just did, like, a motion. <laughs> Way above in terms of plays, but, um, yeah, they're amazing with the stats, but I just don't. I can't. I can't. Yeah. I think. I think all of that is is so like poisonous mm. because because it a it will subconsciously influence what you make. B it will like affect your like your um, evaluation of your own art. Mm. Yeah. And C like it's a lot of the time it's not it's not a reflection like it's really not a reflection of what you've done. And and I think this is this is something that that like I I'd really say to anyone who's starting out making music, if you have like three people following you on SoundCloud or like I don't know you who have no audience at all, like please do not be like conned into thinking that just because someone has like thousands of people following them that they you know like are making music that's 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 heartfelt or mm. yeah, or totally. genuine mm, um, yeah. because 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 the stats are so warped like so warped. And just well, things, pay yeah. For things as well. Can't I pay, pay people for pay players, for things, pay yeah. For exactly. likes, pay for you don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. it's a number yeah. at the end of the day, isn't so it? It's yeah, you're yeah, right. You're that's well really good advice. Them just focus on the music. Yeah, <laughs> but it's hard not to have something to measure against, like because mm. art is art. Like yeah. you, it's so it's so um, subjective. Yeah, but sometimes you need something solid to be like, right, I'm doing. I'm doing okay. Like this is, and I don't know what else it is other than. Other I I think I think I think it's someone I read somewhere uh, recently that someone was saying I can't, this is so bad paraphrasing, mm. but that, that it's not about the stats. It's about the the actual um, like more qualitative response. So if people write to her, she would always write back. Yeah. If people like and it's you know if, if in a kind of more so she develops yeah. more genuine interaction, mm. which mm. isn't more and instantaneous and fo- focuses more on like. How people actually respond, and like yeah. we went to see Alice Phoebe Lou gig um, a couple of months ago, um, and she, I've never seen an artist be out from before the show talking to everybody, mm. and then That's after the show amazing. straight away talking to everybody. And mm. for her, it really seemed like her, like I don't know, just interaction with the with the people who come to see the music was the most important thing. And it wasn't mm. about what people tweeted, mm. it wasn't about the reviews, it was about like again being yeah, in the moment and that yeah. kind of yeah. personal experience, sharing that experience, um, yeah. yeah. And I think... Yeah, she's great artist. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I really like her. That makes sense. Yeah. I think we should play some, some yeah. music, isn't it? Yeah. So I can play the first song. And actually the reason why I want to play this is because I'm doing a... I'm recording a cover of it next mm. week. Yeah. I'm nice. filming it. <laughs> so that should be nice. So, um, so it's called... I still run 
songs to be honest I just heard that one and thought okay that could be nice I'm yeah. singing songs yeah. I'm more of a song person than I am like someone's catalogue mm. so sometimes like I'll fight I'll hear one song by that person I'll never go and listen to anything else I'll just be like that song yeah and I'm even scared to listen to anything else in case something else <laughs> <laughs> the rest lets me down yeah yeah, yeah. So no, exactly yeah yeah, it's lovely. So I think that's my favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite song as well. Yeah. It was only well, it's the second live song I ever hear, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can't can't even talk that much about it. <laughs> Should I play something? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I'm still eating pizza. <laughs> but I want to play a song by a very good friend of mine. Yeah. Called Pulse. Mm. And I'll tell you a bit of a background story with Shining Flores. I think this. Hmm? Is that your drummer? No, no, yeah. this is a different shining. Okay. Very, I know. <laughs> My drummer shining can play every instrument on the planet, so it's just like one day we will be playing her, one of her songs soon as well. <laughs> shining Clarice, I've known her for like, I don't know, probably like 10 years now or something like that. Mm. She is one of my favourite writers because she always writes positively. She always, It doesn't matter what where she is in life. Um, the things she experienced, she's, a, she's one of the people, she's, a, she's an angel, then she tells you stories and you're like, who are you? Like, the things she's done, things she's seen, they're insane, but she's the sweetest person ever. Mm-hmm. Has a voice like an angel. Can see the good in everything, and you can hear it in her writing. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is a really, like... Just everything she says, you just fall in love with her, so... This is Pulse.
situation's been going down lately Extravagant complications make a queen wanna go crazy But you gotta shake that off Stand up, you know who you are Gotta keep moving forward Shine like the star you are I feel a shift and it's coming from deep within my spirit There's something inside my mind and it reassures me I can do this Just trust yourself and be free Stand up, you know who you could be Let go and let God in time Everything's gonna be just fine Don't you see the stars are lining up You can't say you don't feel the vibration Feel your heart run up, run up, run up, run up, run up Trust in your post life Run up, run up, run up, run up, run up Your life's to be lit, so try your best To reach for the stars From a new perspective, I can see the finer things. It takes time, but you gotta trust your strength. Know it's yours and it will be. Don't let anybody tell you different. Day after day, night after night, I can feel my passions growing. Blossom into new beginnings. The seasons change, and now it's Go and let God in time Everything's gonna be alright Don't you see the stars are lining up You can't say you don't feel the vibration Feel your heart run up, run up, run up, run up, run up Trust in your post life Run up, run up, run up, run up, run up Your life's to be lived So try your best
before on this podcast. I'm not sure if I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, I've, I've never know. It's about hours worth of recording, so who knows? I might have said this before. But he said, with my first EP, I had called Love Hater. He said, Emma, I love the music. But you know, after a while, because he's like, he had he meditated on it. He, li- he really lived with it. He's like, get this, I listen to this. He said, after I had to stop listening to it, because it was Love Hater, so the theme was quite a negative one, like a negative spin on love and being obsessed with someone and all that kind of stuff. He's like, I had to stop listening to it because the message and like, the general information I was being, that I was allowing myself to consume was negative. Yeah. And it's just like, that is, like, psychologically, yeah. it's, it has so much power. Like, if mm. someone is telling you a lot of trash and you're listening to that and that's going in your ears and, like, you're repeating it, there's so much power in words mm. that, like, I'm trying that... It's not always, like, sometimes you're going to write a song and it's going to be, like, it's going to be bad, it's going to be rude, it's going to be whatever, and that's just the point because we yeah. can't ignore the whole other spectrum of emotion just yeah. to be putting out positive music. But what she does is every time I go to her songwriting, every time I go to her voice, every time I listen to her, I always take away something good. Mm. She always has messages of empowerment. Mm. And, like, I want to make sure I do sometimes because I know I don't always. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But, like, yeah. she's if you want yeah. your artist that's going to make you feel good, she always says something that's, like, reach for the stars. Like, this one is just trusting your pulse. Like, mm. literally, like, trust that things are going to be okay and they yeah. will be. Like yeah. and it what most of the mes- message as an artist is that and yeah. that's why it's a good message to start the year with. Mm. Yeah, it's such yeah. a nice line. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So really be aware of when you're writing as well. Is mm-hmm. that the, the impact it has on others? And mm. yeah. it's true. Amen on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's uh What's your track, Ruby? So I'm gonna let me find it. <laughs> I'm gonna play uh one of our ladies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just listened to this the other day and I, I must have listened to it about five or six times because like it's really it's it it really got me I was like okay listening and then when the chorus dropped I was like ah oh! and I just I, yeah it's really infectious um, and the lyrics are amazing the lyrics are brilliant I love the, the theme as well um, don't you love who I was before you knew me and it just yeah it's mm. a real story and it's um, yeah it's great so Stay with me Though I'm faulty Though I cannot sleep I keep you up all night Stay with me But tread carefully Cause you say I need devotion all the time And you say I've lost my light, my light Don't you love who I was before you knew me
ourselves to there is no one else to be and I'm there caught between reality and fantasy but I'm still asking you Show. If you haven't seen Comedy Live, um, she has something really, really special on stage Whoa, and hypnotizes everybody. <laughs> and, and a lot of funny <laughs> jokes as well. It's a bit like a chat show sometimes <laughs> if she's feeling in the mood. Oh, okay. Lots of lots of dirty dirty talk. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of dirty talk. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. Mm. You should all do what Ruby is doing right now and putting it in your diary straight away. Oh. 27. Straight away, 27. Yeah, it's March. a Monday, which is horrible, but that'd be good. Hopefully, it'll cheer Monday Blues. Yeah, yeah. that'd be amazing. With sad songs. <laughs> you can dance to them. Awesome. Oh, um, can someone play my my one? Yeah. Oh, my battery's about to die. What What about your song? Um. So this is uh, Kaja Bonet. of pink and spring evolved her speech the blossoms speaking with borrowed comfort scent from bottles made of glass
Sorry, I forget my phone. Um, I think I actually would like to do Bjork because it seems pressing. Um, uh, <laughs> in in terms of, um, she has like a album like Black Black Lake is the song I want to play. And because because I was thinking about it, this thing of like like songs. We write songs. Um, sometimes like when you write really really sad songs, people are like, oh, uh, you know, they're not gonna do. They're not gonna touch people so much because. Um, that you don't really want to listen to it on repeat. And I do I do find that, like, I don't listen to really sad music um, on repeat a lot of the time because um, sometimes, like, I find it, like, seeps into my mood. However, I, th I think sometimes, like, 
there's a difference between like listening to like an album or like um or even just a song and having it like really affect you in that moment that one time you listen to it and you don't really need to listen to it again it just really affects you in that moment mm. and it's like other forms of art like a play you don't go and see a play like 20 times mm. no. unless it's like a musical mm. that you really love mm. and you have loads of money but like usually you just <laughs> see it that once and it affects you in that moment and i think sometimes listening to albums the whole way through or listening to like like songs that, that that are really kind of dark or twisted or um can can sometimes be really like cathartic and and really affect you in that moment and it's not to say that it's something that's going to be like on repeat all the time but it has no less impact than mm. um so i wanted to play um black lake by bjork which is like quite heavy um and uh but also really beautiful and there's this whole documentary on like her process of making it if you're into like um virtual reality and like a lot of like uh kind of like tech art stuff that's really interesting
whatever you want to say oh you know when you get that and it just goes mm. it's okay it's I, gone i can help you look at me just yeah. channel it channel it channel it's it coming back. Sorry, was it research boom yeah. Boom. boom yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I basically i didn't get it and then i sat there with the with the album cover because i can't always understand her lyrics yeah. and i mm. i read the lyrics as she was singing it <laughs> yeah, and they're so beautiful mm. but mm. i didn't understand it. and i like i love that because it's almost like when you're just listening to it, you can switch off. It's almost like she's singing in Icelandic hmm. or like another language, and so you don't. You're kind yeah. of lost in the emotive. Yeah. It's like an instrumental that yeah. can be read. Mm. Yeah. So I thought that was something quite unique. Yeah. So it was a breakup album mm. with her partner, with her um, husband, who she shared child with, and it's about like his abandonment, and it's written at different months, like as wow. as yeah. as the breakup. So it's like two months after the breakup, five months after the breakup, and her different reflections. Mm. And it's just it's about a family being torn apart essentially, and her dealing with that but it's it's very raw mm. um and yeah everything down to like the 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 visual representation of her she does this like yoga pose which is like bridge and her heart being like split open mm. like or her chest being like a wound on her chest and it's also like it's this idea of like being completely like you know like split open and mm. but also like this idea of like now i'm at my rock bottom i can heal mm. and um it was just it was it's really powerful oh, sounds stuff. beautiful mm. we all yeah. have to check those words out. yeah 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 I'll, I'll post a link actually yes. on to yeah. yeah so this um episode has mostly been about anxiety and dealing with different feelings different but ways. i reckon we should maybe talk a little bit about before we stop about how it feels because there might be a lot of people feeling it out there actually in the body like yeah. what does it what does it do to you you know how how do you become when you feel this way and like how does it affect your everyday movements you know for me for example because mm. uh, i am definitely suffering from anxiety mm. uh, to some extent um and for me it definitely uh is a if for my sleep I, i can't sleep probably i can't mm, I can't fall that. asleep and um i feel like my i feel like my heart is beating in my stomach yeah. um and i feel like super dry in my in my mouth in my throat and i feel like disoriented as well mm. um super duper like distracted um kind of like you know i could be speaking to you guys right now mm. but there's like a glass thing over my head mm. so no matter what you say i can't really hear it properly mm. um and sometimes i even get like symptoms like they're really real like i can't see out of my eye for example oh. i tried it three wow. times in my life but there's some place you know out of my sight i just couldn't see it was yeah. so stressful it was unreal you know yeah. and that was um like the three times i had like a panic attacks yeah. and it was so uncomfortable yeah no. but i've never been um, i've never been like doing anything with it except from like you know trying to exercise regularly and mm. 
trying to like eat healthy and and have good like trying to make good sleeping habits yeah like yeah. trying to go to sleep at the same time every night these kind of little things yeah i think running helps like a lot yeah, yeah. i find exercise helps so much yeah especially because when i'm at home doing writing by myself and then i just book a class and it's my little bit of structure mm. i know i've got like a gym class at that time and yeah. there's other people there yeah and we yeah. can like i can communicate with the outside world yeah. and that's that part of my day yeah otherwise it just gets so isolating yeah, yeah. I, th- I think one, one of the things as well is, is is like for people to also see that like it doesn't it doesn't stop you from doing things like exactly. yeah you suffer from 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 anxiety and 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 i think also like i think it's important to distinguish between like just being anxious about gigs or yeah and then also yeah, just being like actually kind of like having a disorder in the sense of like it's not necessarily it's affecting your life more than it like rationally should be yeah mm. um um but but you still do oh yeah you and we we all still do like things and i think i think that's where it really like is is kind of like a positive thing is that that despite you know like at times feeling um like engulfed mm-hmm. by whether it's like feeling anxious or, or also down um uh it like comes in waves yeah and it will it will like wash out again and and you each time you get like a little bit stronger how does it affect you um yeah so i i'd say i definitely have like a disorder of of anxiety um and it but it's, it could because it's quite random like it will happen sometimes when i'm like traveling or more recently actually in kind of like like when I'm at like staff meetings or, or things like that in in my job and um, I think that um, it affects me in that I I become more reserved so mm. I've I've stopped like contacting friends a lot of the time mm. and started to like internalize things a lot more but I think um, things that have been really helpful are just talking about it with people yeah. mm. um, and also like I went to a session the other day and I got there and I was like. I'm I'm really kind of not in a good mental place. I'm just letting you know I might need to like walk out at some stage. Mm. And it was with um, two guys, and they they were totally cool about it. They were just kind of like, "That's totally cool." You know, they made kind of joke like, "Oh, you know, we can we can have a therapy session if you want." Like, it's totally cool. <laughs> yeah. And we just and and because I got it out initially, like it was it wasn't this thing that was like in my head. Like, what happens if you? Yeah. Um, and I think just letting letting people letting people know. And I think people, you know, people will say that they don't get it or they can't like relate to it or, but but I'm sure they do, they would get it because everyone suffers from something. Exactly. Whether it's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it's like they're they're over paranoid about things or, mm. OCD or like, like other or, things. Yeah, yeah, I think everyone suffers from 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 something. So I think people do understand it more than they, they they think. And also I also think it's a seasonal thing as well. Like this yeah. this time of month, um, if you're listening from the UK. Um, or actually, we can't compare to to Scandinavia, but um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's we don't see much daylight, and um, I th- I think I think that it is being holistic about about you know like time of year and mm-hmm. time of month and everything is like really important. Um, Replacing so, like, your life at the to, time. Yeah, to to understanding why you might be feeling these ways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's Season true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think that does. Yeah, do any of you guys feel certain ways? Do you ever experience it? Um, I had, I think I mentioned this on the last podcast where I had that period of time where I didn't sleep, I couldn't sleep, and it was, it's a, it's a, it's stress. It was more mm. like um, feeling like I should be doing something because almost that pressure of you, there is so much to do and mm. there's so much to achieve 
that there shouldn't be enough time in the day to relax. Do you mm. know what I mean? So that not sleeping affects you in so many different ways. Yeah. I, it's the worst. Ways that you don't think. It's oh. like the first, obviously, you're tired, so you're not sociable. So I did disappear. Mm. I did have, like, I did not see a lot of people. If mm. I saw probably the same few people for like six months and now like up until just now mm. and literally just now like a few weeks ago yeah. um mm. how else i think it's it then becomes like a one thing after the, the other so that uh, any kind of change in your life it, if, if it impacts everything that that touches so if you if you don't sleep and you're you're not sociable but you're still kind of finding ways of being busy because like and still being in touch with people somehow but not really mm. it's like the actual dynamics of relationships really change mm. and it's just like i had to find i had to look at my life and think what can i really cope with because there were times i went to i would go to shows or something like that just just to be there not to not to do anything just to enjoy it and like i don't know feel really like all of a sudden the whole room's coming in on me do you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. and like I need to leave. Do you know what I mean? Then thinking, mm. I'm not going to put myself in that situation. Not until I know that's not going to happen again. Mm. And it's just like, and for no reason, I couldn't even say why I felt like that. Mm. I was stood there and all of a sudden it's just like, you have a really sudden narrow vision. So yeah. it's just like, well, yeah. I can't, I feel like I can't see or hear anything on the sides of me. I can kind of hear the stage coming at me. I feel like I yeah. feel very sick. And then yeah. also like, but then it's, it's stress. It was all like, yeah. I, I feel like I need to be doing something or this is, this means more than me just being out then I don't know yeah. so just oh, that, that was like a six month long period of mm. like not knowing um if something's happening to me do you know what I mean if it's a mm. disorder if it's like I'm just mm. overwhelmed yeah. and You're super stressed super yeah. stressed out mm. but not for any reason that's why when people ask me what are you doing what are you up to I'm just I don't I don't know because mm. I'm like <laughs> I'm still trying to figure things out I've just come out of like a coma it feels like or some sort of yeah, like cocoon so it's just like figuring things out and figuring out how to do what I love without it driving me crazy because it's mm. just like you I got to a point where it's just like I'm not me I'm not yeah and I, I can't be me I can't be that version of me anyways because yeah. that's mm. what happens apparently so I'm just like okay I don't want that to happen yeah I can listen I've got I get a chance to start again like how do I deal with stress this time around how do I just avoid stress if I don't need to be stressed at all because yeah. there are ways of doing everything without getting so like worked up, worked up about it. That's such a good point because mm. I think that's what you can really take away yeah. from having experienced all these different layers of like different emotions. Yeah. You really, I, I can catch myself as well now if I am on the verge of like having like some kind of like panic, panic moment attack, or yeah. or even just on the verge of like getting anxious. There are mm. little things I can do, you know, or ways I can breathe or things I can think of yeah. to kind of like. <laughs> kind of like change that feeling a little bit mm. so i think actually these all these like feeling these bad ways are not always that bad because yeah. no, it can yeah. really help you cope help and you, yeah and even exactly. help you like use your emotions better figure out what triggers you and when you know yeah and how how is it how do i avoid this for myself exactly. or how do i share this emotion with other people feeling yeah. it yeah. Because the truth is everyone does at some point exactly. i think when you kind of stop feel uh, when you you notice a feeling coming on an emotion and then you try and like not go I think you should just go through the emotion yeah. in a way like rather than being like oh I'm I'm feeling this way so I need to stop it right now anyway yeah. sometimes like you just have to go like I said go through the because the, they're just thoughts and feelings yeah. aren't they at the end of the day really I know it's easier said than done when you're in that emotion it's also yeah. your body trying to express something it's yeah. what your body is built for so it'll help you survive I guess but 
Yeah, I I definitely have physical signs of when I'm stressed, like my skin breaks out, I look tired, I get cold sores, like oh, yeah. they always come up at the most opportune The worst one we did a gig at Coco years ago and like yeah. it was part it was like the last date of the tour and I was just knackered and we were there in sound check and it just came Damn. <laughs> and it was horrible I mean, yeah. it was really like ah oh, and the more you think about it the more you stress about it the bigger, the bigger it, gets it gets and the stressier it gets and like it was just like oh, oh. god <laughs> but yeah I'm a very like it really represents on my like my face and my skin and I just look and I've, yeah I've got a one year old that just isn't sleeping at mm. night and like sleep is so important yeah. and it really yeah. is like it's a torture method isn't it not allowing someone to sleep and yeah. amber little dictator <laughs> 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 torturing me every night no oh, i'm yeah. joking yeah no, but um, i think i am finding that i am finding that hard being a mum <clears throat> and being uh trying to yeah I, i've definitely got um a bit overwhelmed like with the prospect of being a mum and working and mm-hmm. doing all the other stuff that you were doing before being a mum that definitely got to me a lot and it still does like I'm still like trying to work it all out and of course yeah. that's a big change yeah even now I'm just like what's she doing where is she I'm not here I'm not there with her you know yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was gonna say it, we, should def- we should either we should either have podcasts around Amber or like oh, or, or yeah. 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 Her here. She can be like, the next, next mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Special guest. Special guest. I think so that's cute. that's I think that's that's the thing is is being like open and feeling like you can bring and not that you always want to bring her but feeling that that we you don't have to compose yourself no. and you don't have to yeah. to yeah. like you know always be be spot on be presentable be like mm-hmm. it's okay to like to let it, let it yeah. kind of just 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 flow out and that's yeah. the most healthy. Yeah, thing and to having do. your baby with you is actually. Is that, so that's, that's a natural instinct yeah. instinct like the fact that you're like oh like you know that's a natural instinct that you mm. want to be, be be there she's such a beautiful perfect little cute human being yeah. she's so amazing <laughs> amazing face <laughs> I know her through like through digital through social media <laughs> I don't know the real I saw Jessie Ware brought like her baby in yeah that's lovely that's cute like on Instagram yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. that's lovely it really is it's just yeah but I've had Shouldn't... this this one in, in sessions and he has really Most so really but you guys I can't see it Yes, Poppy is laying sleeping it's like a baby on her lap, and it's so cute. <laughs> oh my god, it's really quiet. I feel, I feel like I, with just with, with with me and Jess, it's like we because we work really closely together and have like been through um like especially like the last year we worked together. I feel like you've come such a long way since like before tour when we had the the we we, we knew we were locked into this tour mm. where comedy was supporting um. Tom, but we didn't know whether we were going to get funding for it. Mm. So we kind of knew we were locked in, but we knew we might be like driving like ten-hour journeys, like sharing between us and then gigging and this kind of thing. So we were like, it and I like that t- that period was such a difficult but I, period for you and mm. and 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 I think, but I feel like you've come so far from then now, and it's almost like a different. You're almost like a different per- person in the sense of like you just seem so much more, like grounded and 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 knowing that you did that massive achievement yeah. is like like I'm just so proud but like how I don't know how how does it feel like coming from that place before when when it was a really difficult time and before we knew we got funding and it was just so stressful getting everything together yeah I yeah good I mean I guess I was I was a bit of a pain in the ass I was really <laughs> stressing for a tour there were lots of times where I was like I just can't do this but Laura did say we have to do it. <laughs> she did, she no, did, no, 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 no,
what, what oh yeah, we made loads of. We made loads of, uh, just like, whenever you're in doubt, just just do a list or like yeah. a spreadsheet, and then everything just seems like it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna improve the list. I guess tour. I don't know if like or you guys who've yeah like you just you can't believe you you did it, and then suddenly you're just back at home, and <laughs> yeah. and you're like, it was especially with Tom. Like he just has fans everywhere, so it was yeah. always just so packed wasn't it it was like kind of insane and then coming home you're just like oh i did that that's good like Mm -hmm. you know you can push yourself to do yeah to do stuff i think and Mm -hmm. i think it's a good always a good test yeah definitely you should always do something that makes you scared yeah 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 so i think that's a take home message really is like like i think like just hearing everybody talk about today was was so like helpful for for me because it's like you let it out and then, like, none of these problems are gonna go away, or like, no one's gonna stop making music and putting themselves out and performing. Mm, yeah. So they're gonna be continually. But I think just to just to be open about it, and to be open to listeners about it, and I'm sure everyone has their own experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're all gonna go away for another. Hopefully, it was just one month this time. Yeah. And we have a little we have a little thing to say as well, an exciting thing that we're planning. Oh yeah. yeah. Which we were really excited about. <laughs> You're gonna let us know it. I don't wanna say it. Oh, we're planning a show. Yay! Yay. <laughs> All of us together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In one venue. In one venue, a podcast show. Well, it won't be a podcast. <laughs> a live recording. A live. No way, it's a so, show. Yeah. A live show. It's gonna turn up with like, mics and just talk. <laughs> <laughs> we can do Q&A after. That's good. We do have to have something a bit different from the Are We Live boys. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, yeah. We went to see Are We Live last week at the um, Jazz oh, Cafe. They did really they did they amazingly. They smashed it. They did. Like, really did. Since I last seen them, they've all <coughs> stepped up even more. I'm like, how can you get more <laughs> perfect? And, like, you know, it was a great They definitely are amazing. our inspiration. We do love you boys. And really, <laughs> yeah. This isn't the competition. Was it was so nice to have some female energy on the, on the stage you. as well. Yeah, Ruby did a guest guest um, just, appearance on Barney's set which was mm. which was absolutely spellbounding oh, thank was. you Barney for having me <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah so we're gonna we're inspired by Are We Live in lots of ways obviously with this podcast <laughs> 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 we just want to be yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah we're, we're thinking of doing our own um, live show so we're currently working on dates and venues if anyone has any ideas or yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. please let us know or a really um, big house yeah exactly but we'll update Sick. you when we have a bit more information on that but yeah that's definitely going to happen in the near future yeah mm. cool okay everyone should we say good night yeah tune in next time <laughs>